Hello and welcome to Camera Eats First. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog and this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, how we make our recipe, how we run our blog, and we keep you up to date on trending news topics in the vegan world. Now for today's episode, we're going to do something just a little, you know, kind of fun and just kind of rant about (laughs) overrated vegan foods or foods that are overrated in veganism you know yes yes so i think we should just dive into the list actually do you want me to start because this was like inspired by my own dinner (laughs) yeah oh it was inspired by your dinner right what did you have let's talk about the story what did you have for dinner so we made um rice and black bean burgers for dinner i could have told you you weren't gonna love it (laughs) i see i'm trying to be like open-minded because i'm like maybe this time i'll like it maybe it'll be better um but it wasn't. Yeah, I have to say, like, I, we're talking about bean burgers in general for the most Pretty part. Much, yeah. There's been only, I think, one bean burger that I've ever actually, like, liked. Um, and it was by this place in Montreal called Wonder Burger. They're, they had bean burgers as their base. And I think it was because they were so thin and mm. the beans were so, like, mashed together that you could not tell it was beans anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I find in most bean burgers, you see beans still. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, like, it's just not right. And they're also way too thick. Yeah. And I just, I don't understand why, like, every, maybe not every, but, it's like, so many cookbooks or, like, vegan blogs seem to have some kind of, like, bean burger. And I just don't understand the appeal because it's just like so mushy and it doesn't really feel like you're eating a burger yeah not at all yeah that was like kind of the conversation where it's like it's just it's not what i it's not what i want in a burger yeah um because and then it leads into the whole discussion of like i don't i don't have a burger to be healthy i don't need like this healthy black bean burger in my life if i wanted a healthy meal i would eat something else yeah and like yeah especially when it's not even that good (laughs) like if the healthy alternative was like delicious i'd be like yeah bring on the healthy alternative but like i don't know i've just never really understood bean burgers give me a beyond meat patty any day over bean burger right i was like i'll just take one of those like even like an eve's veggie burger just like a basic a basic soy patty Get, yeah. I will take that all day, every day. I had that today <laughs> at Harvey's. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> but yeah, it just made me think of like other foods that maybe vegans or even non-vegans think are, I don't know, like the epitome of veganism or they're just really good and really they're overhyped and I don't get it. Yeah. And again, disclaimer, obviously most of this is our own personal opinion. No, these it's are just facts. <laughs> This is rooted in science. These are facts. (laughs) We did a study based on two people. They are not us. (laughs) Very detailed study. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, obviously this is our own opinion and we're not trying to like bash foods. If you like them, eat them. This is just like our thoughts on the foods that we try that we find very popular in the vegan community that we just like don't understand. Yeah, I also, like, for the most part, most of them, I don't think would, like, sell veganism to a non-vegan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like, if you were like, yo, I got this really good bean burger for you to try. It'll make you want to go vegan. <laughs> like, um, uh, what? <laughs> you have lost that sale. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, but along the lines of um, black bean burgers, it also made me think of lentil loaves. Oh, yeah. See, look, hey, I don't mind a lentil loaf. We've ha- we have one on the blog from, I think, the very first year we did recipes. Early days. And, like, I don't mind them. They aren't an everyday thing. They're hardly a <laughs> once a year thing. <laughs> like, they are a very specific mood. Like, I am craving a lentil loaf. To be honest, even meatloaf was not is not an appealing thing to me. <laughs> See, that's like when I talk about lentil loaves, I know I'm already way too biased because like I really did not like meatloaf to begin <laughs> with. So, of course, I'm not going to really get lentil loaves. But yeah, like lentil loaves aren't that great. Like it's just kind of a burger mashed into a loaf. <laughs> like a bean burger mashed into a loaf pan and also like vice versa like i feel like even if i had it with like beyond meat like made a beyond meat loaf i still wouldn't like it <laughs> it's still such a weird concept it's like you took you looked at banana bread and you're like whoa what if it was meat <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah i completely agree lentil loaf is a very like I like our recipes and I like recipes that I've had of lentil loaves before, but it's never my first choice ever. Not even top five. No, not (laughs) even top 10. (laughs) All right. So far, we are two for two, mostly agreeing on these things. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. Another one that we've definitely discussed before, and I think we both feel the same way, but it's um, Nooch, nutritional yeast. Yeah. And- I will say, I think when I first went vegan, I also got caught up in the craze of nooch. <laughs> I did. I love. I loved me some nooch. Nooch was in a lot of our recipes, I think. But you know, since trying actual vegan cheese, <laughs> realizing nooch does not compare, <laughs> like to just like the good old fake vegan cheese. Like, give me some like. Uh, Earth Island Parmesan instead, or give me some diet cheddar block. I would take that over nooch any day. <laughs> I th- I feel like when anybody goes vegan, they're like, oh yeah, nooch. Everyone's talking, put nooch on everything. Nooch is great. But then you have enough of it and you're like, what is that distinct flavor in my meal that just isn't exactly <laughs> the flavor I want? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's the nooch. <laughs> Hello, it's me, your friend Nooch. <laughs> yeah, like I still have nooch in my cupboard. I still keep it. I like it on some popcorn. Like nooch on like some buttered popcorn is delicious. I also include it in a lot of my recipes, like just as a flavor component. But we don't really use it as a cheese replacement ever. Because like it's just not. Yeah, and like I'm saying with you, I still have it and I still use it. And if a recipe calls for it, I will still use it, but I'll usually use less than what the recipe says because I know that people tend to use more than I prefer. Yeah. So it's just something I've learned as I've yeah. eaten more foods with a lot of nooch in them. Exactly. Like, I think it's also like I again, I think I used to put nooch in a lot of things, too, like especially on pasta, putting nooch mm-hmm. on top mm-hmm. or we, I think we have a cheese sauce on like very early, early, like one of the first recipes we ever made oh, that has nooch in yeah, it. Yeah. Um. And, like, it's still a good recipe, but, like, the more I learned of, like, the combination of, like, a vegan cheese and miso paste and all the stuff is, like, it just doesn't compare. (laughs) Yeah. I think people definitely just overhype it so much. Like, it is a – it's an interesting thing that I never knew about before going vegan, so it's very fascinating. It's got a very unique flavor, and it also kind of looks like fish food. (laughs) <laughs> it really does and that is weird but you know 
that's besides the point. Okay, so those are our feelings on Nooch. Yes. What was next on your list? Well, the next one, it's uh, it's, it's all for you. It's, it's oat milk, isn't it's, it? Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> Guys, we got to talk about oats. Stop putting oats in everything. Oats are hardly good as breakfast. <laughs> like, like, honestly, like oatmeal, I like a good bowl of oatmeal. But like the people who eat oatmeal every day, I don't know how you do it. Whoa, Catherine, you're throwing shade at me right now. <laughs> you eat oatmeal every day? Pretty much, yeah, lately. Oh, my God. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have tried to be an oatmeal person. I don't... I. I don't know what's wrong with eating oatmeal every day. I mean, it gets a little I don't, boring. Okay. That's that's my thing. It's like, I can't stick. I don't know. I just like, like, I like oats. I include oats in a lot of our recipes. But like, I don't know. Oats every day. It's also maybe something about the texture. Just doesn't sit totally right with fair. me. Yeah. But also, back on subject. Oat milk. Yes. Get out of here. Get out of here. Okay. I also like, oats are really cheap. Why is oat milk so expensive? You know what? That's a good that's a good question, Catherine. I feel like I'm getting played by oats recently. So like, I've tried some is... oat creamer. <laughs> yeah, like oat is honestly one of the cheapest things in my kitchen, probably. Like you can get a big bag of oats for very little money. But somehow a carton of oat milk is like nine dollars. Well, although making your own oat milk has proven to be kind of difficult, wasn't it, Catherine? It's disgusting. Absolutely <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> It was slimy. It was like, you know, when you like pinch your fingers together and there's like one strand of like, it's kind of sticky and slimy is disgusting. It was truly one of the worst food experiences ever. (laughs) I did not like it at all. I was so mad at myself and so disappointed. And maybe that set me up to really just not like oatmeal, oat milk, because that was my first experience Mm. trying oat milk. But then I also bought Oatly and didn't even finish the carton. So guys... I'm just forever a soy milk drinker. And when you were trying it, was it mostly in tea or like what else did you try it with? Uh, I mainly try it for like matcha lattes. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Now, I have had an oat milk matcha latte that I liked by my office in Toronto. Um, It was good. Like I really liked the latte. I didn't really taste the oat milk. So that was nice. Okay. But I still, it will still not get me to buy oat milk myself. Like if oat milk is the only option at a coffee shop or if it's oat milk and almond milk, I'm picking oat milk because almond milk and matcha taste weird to me. Mm, almond milk has a very noticeable flavor. Yeah. And it just doesn't match with matcha at all. It doesn't so, matcha. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like I have, I will be one to pick oat milk, but if soy milk is available, I 100% always going with soy milk. I, I tend to agree. Now, when you had previously gone on about your feelings towards oat milk, I don't think I had really tried it before, um, but I did try a oat milk coffee creamer recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's the silk one, maybe, mm-hmm. the vanilla flavor, and I, I kind of like it. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not sure. What's, I, I what's wrong with me? Well, that's a different episode. But- <laughs> I wouldn't say I like it more than soy. Okay. Okay. Perfect. That's all I needed to hear. Okay. But soy milk still is top. Yeah. But the thing is that there's actually not a lot of soy milk coffee creamers that are the vanilla flavor. Mostly I end up buying the almond one, which is a very noticeable flavor, right? So I thought maybe I'll try the oat vanilla coffee creamer and it'll be a little bit more neutral. And I think maybe is. I think it gives me like the reminiscent flavor of milk that soy milk does. You know what I mean? Mm. 
Yeah. Like sometimes I can't tell that soy milk is soy milk anymore. Yeah. And yeah. Kinda, I really can't. Right. I'm kind of getting that vibe from this oat milk sometimes. So we'll see. Huh. We'll see. I'm, I'm definitely All flirting right. with it. I got to be honest with you. All right. And also, I'm just going to say it. I tried frothing oat milk and like it was fine. But soy milk's just as good, guys. <laughs> just as good. I will wrap soy milk till my till the end of my days. I should just get a soy milk t-shirt. I think you should. Soy for life. <laughs> soy milk is life. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I just don't come at me all the everybody in the world who loves oat milk. <laughs> I'm like, I'm one of the only people in the world that loves winter. And I'm also one of the only people in the world that hates oat milk. <laughs> I don't know if those are both accurate statements, but <laughs> please. Yeah. If someone listening also doesn't like oat milk, please let me know. I need to know I'm not alone here. Oh, yeah. We don't want you to feel alone. <laughs> uh, I just like it's so hard when you like everyone else is like raving about this and they're like, oh, my God, it's the best thing ever. Like even non-vegans love it. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? Why do I hate this so much? Oh, well, there's nothing wrong with you. I just, what I well, think it in is. this way. <laughs> what I think it is, is that like, like it doesn't taste bad. It's just like, I tried it and I was like, what? This is just, this is nothing. Like, it's nothing special. Mm-hmm. Why, why do people, why are people so excited about this? I don't oh, okay. understand. So it also and just it, like didn't live up to the hype. Yeah. It's like when people hype like a movie and you go see it, you're so excited and you're like, what? I, I don't mm. get it. Okay. It's, okay. It's like when we went to see Insidious and everyone's like, it's the scariest movie of all time. And I went in and I'm like, not that scary, guys. Okay, Catherine, you're so <laughs> tough. <laughs> Sorry. I could go on about oat milk forever, though. What's the next one, Devin? Well, the other one that kind of like is a subcategory of that is overnight oats because I also feel like that's a really popular recipe that a lot of people preach for like beginner vegans, a great breakfast idea, overnight mm-hmm. oats. I'm also going to say, oats don't take a long time to cook in the morning that is very true like did we really need a short form of oatmeal (laughs) and here's the thing overnight oats i have never gotten like the texture right on them whenever i've tried to make them they come out like super (laughs) dense and i'm just like what is this muck that i'm trying to eat you've even struggled with our recipe right a lot i stopped making it because i just couldn't (laughs) Yeah, like, again, I'm also, like, I enjoy overnight oats every once in a while. We have a recipe for it. I think it's a pretty good recipe. Don't listen to Devin's review. But <laughs> um, it's also, yeah, it's one that I'm just, like, I get sick of after one time eating. And I'm, like, I'm not going to have this anymore. <laughs> I like the concept of it. Like, I like the idea of you could put it in a jar and grab and go in the morning. So I've discovered that chia pudding is yes. that for me i would much rather chia pudding with some granola and some fruit on top that is a good time yes i love a good chia pudding in the morning i find chia pudding is more like along the lines of like a yogurt it's exactly. still kind of runny yes yeah. yes you could also i guess just have yogurt in the morning but but sometimes chia pudding is cheaper to make so. yes <laughs> yes okay while we're talking about breakfast i guess should we talk about smoothie bowls too yeah yeah thick smooth <laughs> thick smoothies yeah like again i love the concept of a smoothie bowl and they're beautiful yeah but i feel like the ones that everyone shows you and everyone makes are friggin massive and i can't <laughs> eat that much of that thing you know i also i'm just gonna say it i struggle with smoothies 
<laughs> I want to be a smoothie person so badly. Even just drinkable smoothies. Like smoothies in all of its varieties. I want to be a smoothie person so badly, but I am a very like one flavor smoothie person. Any other one, and like I taste like the littlest thing, and I'm like, this tastes disgusting. And then the texture starts throwing me off, and then I just can't do it, and it's like torture. Wow, you're like hypersensitive to the flavors in a smoothie. Yeah, it's super strange. Basically, the only smoothie like combination that I really drink is like banana, mango, soy milk, um, kale. Or like spinach, one of the two. Usually it's kale. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. Interesting. It's, bas- it's so basic. It's kale. Yeah, kale, mango, banana, milk. And then usually like mango is frozen, so I don't put ice in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I but think that's pretty much it. I don't really tend to put any vegetables in my smoothies. I know it's like super popular. Put your greens in your smoothies because then you'll get enough greens. It's not working for me. I can't. I don't do that. (laughs) Oh, I also sometimes add ginger to it because I do like the taste when ginger just overpowers everything. Oh, like like that little sharpness of ginger? Yeah. Ginger and sometimes some lemon juice. Okay. Delicious. When I used to, like, I do like making a smoothie bowl and having granola on top. But again, the ones you see online are all so big and just too (laughs) much. But I just, I kept it pretty simple, like frozen berries, um, some chia, maybe some hemp, soy milk, and then I would throw in some peanut butter too so that there was a Mm. lot of substance to it. Yeah. But again, it was always hard for me to finish all of it and I don't really get how people can do that. So that's where I think the hype is. I have never been a nut butter person in smoothies. That's just not for me. So there we go. You put the kale in. I'll put the nut butters in. We have our <laughs> <Yeah>. things. <laughs> also, yeah, I also put like flax and chia sometimes too because mm-hmm. that stuff you don't really taste anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I am just like every time like Hutch tries to get into smoothies and like he'll make a smoothie and he's like, do you want some? And like he'll give me some and I never finish it because <laughs> I'm like halfway through. I'm like, I can't get over this texture. It's so weird. And this is coming from someone who eats baby food. So I don't even know what's going on with me. That's true. Um, <laughs> so like I can't get over the texture so Hutch will literally give me like a quarter cup of a smoothie and he's like will you finish this <laughs> like I'm like an infant <sighs> just like a shot of smoothie that's it I'm out but yeah I don't like overly sweet smoothies so that's mm. why I usually put like a lot of greens in mine and like uh ginger because I do not I can't handle the full fruit smoothie it's just not what I'm like I don't know I just don't like it you know what? That's fair. Because, like, you're not really into fruit that much anyways. Yeah. Right? It's not for me. No. It's really not for me. I'll have it. It's, it's for me. <laughs> but, yeah, every once in a while, I really try and get into smoothies. And I think the longest I've ever been able to, like, enjoy smoothies for was, like, a month. And then I was just like, I'm done with this. That's actually impressive. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think so, too. <laughs> okay. While we're talking about, like frozen things should we talk about banana ice cream oh my goodness <laughs> it's like every other vegan talks about banana ice cream <laughs> hey Catherine, why don't we have a banana ice cream uh, recipe because i can't make it <laughs> <laughs> i don't it's literally impossible to make i don't know how to it feels like my blender's gonna break i don't know what's going on <laughs> it also is not worth it just by ben and jerry's it's fair. like there are a lot of options out there now um i but i, I get like 
frozen bananas blended up makes for a healthy ice cream alternative but it it doesn't it's not going to satisfy your ice cream craving you know what i mean it's you're basically, basically making it's a smoothie bowl yeah it's essentially <laughs> a pure banana smoothie yeah <laughs> even if you throw other flavors in you're still gonna taste the banana no matter what well 100 percent. banana is a powerful flavor especially depending on how ripe they were when you froze them oh so true so true that's the a flavor like, can change so much when banana takes over a smoothie or an ingredient something like oh that is not good for Catherine. Oh, Catherine I like a don't subtle eat, banana taste. Don't eat banana bread, okay? <laughs> banana bread's the exception. Banana <laughs> bread is delicious. Okay. I mean, I've never tried to make banana and ice cream because I've seen you struggle and I don't need to go through that. <laughs> there will never be a banana and ice cream recipe on the blog ever. Whoa. <laughs> I feel like I've said that about something else, too. Uh, I think it's the bacon fiascos. Oh, a similar bacon. vibe right the only successful bacon i've made is carrot bacon yeah which is surprising yeah i did not expect that to happen have we tried rice paper bacon we did right no i'm afraid oh okay i haven't but like i i also so a i'm afraid to burn my house down that b, you should always be afraid of that <laughs> b i just can't picture it being good <laughs> is this another overrated Item? Yeah, like, I mean, again, I've never tried it, so I can't call it overrated because I haven't tried it yet. But it's rice paper with liquid smoke on it. Like, it's just smoky rice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't figure it out. I, but talking about this also made me realize another overrated vegan thing. Uh-huh. Carrot hot dogs. Oh my god, yes, I thought of that too. But they're just so ridiculous. I don't even know if they should <laughs> count for anything. Oh, like I'm sorry. When I saw this, I literally was like, "This, this is a joke, right?" Like, people are legit marinating hot dogs for 48 hours in liquid smoke, or sorry, carrots. Like and what? Then just like putting it in a bun and eating it like it's a hot dog. It's a. I'm just, just, just eating. Eat, no, just, just eat a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> like I just like I don't understand. Also, like to be honest, hot dogs aren't that good. Why do you need to replicate it with a carrot? <laughs> That's true. That's true. And like also, if you're trying to say, well, I just want a healthy alternative for a hot dog. It's okay to just have something unhealthy and then have a healthy thing another time. Just let a hot dog be what it is. I've got I've got the solution. Have your hot dog like a regular hot dog. Mm -hmm. Have some carrot sticks on the side. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Almost like French fries, except carrots. (laughs) Yes. Carrots are meant to be dipped in ranch. Oh, just couldn't take some carrot sticks. Dip it in some delicious ranch. Have you ever had a carrot hot dog? Um, no, I refuse to try it. <laughs> I like this is one that I don't have to try to know it's overrated. It's a <laughs> carrot. <laughs> like I can't. I love carrots. I do. I really like carrots, but they ain't hot dogs. I'm just I'm so curious about it because like so many people keep making these recipes. I'm like, there's no way that's actually you actually you think it's good? I kind of want to know. <laughs> like, I got to try it to know how wrong you are. <laughs> but, like, it also it takes so much time. Like, there's some recipes that are, like, 48 hours of marinating time. Like, it well, is so long. I mean, that's not surprising because, yes, you're, try- you're trying to turn a hot dog into something completely different. So, I, I that makes sense. A carrot sense. into something completely different. But, yeah, sorry. <laughs> but that is... A big commitment. I gotta wait forty eight hours for my I also just delicious like, carrot dog. 
to me, hot dogs and like hamburgers are like convenient foods. Mm, like mm-hmm. you're like, oh, what do you want for dinner today? Oh, let's just throw some hot dogs and hamburgers on the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that with a carrot dog. Imagine. <laughs> what do you want for dinner tonight? Uh, carrot dogs. Hold on. We got to wait 24 hours minimum. <laughs> Guess we're skipping a few meals. <laughs> Like, it takes, I do not like meals that take so much planning and so much, like, thinking ahead of time. Like, I can't do that. Though, that that amount of thinking is reserved for holidays. Yes, exactly. And again, it's just a big carrot. I don't. <laughs> I also, like, picture you going to, like, a barbecue with a bunch of, like, meat eaters <laughs> oh, and showing man. up with your carrot hot dog and just be like, hey, I'm that vegan. <laughs> Oh, no, trust me. It's just like the real thing. <laughs> Guys, just no. get some Beyond Sausage and just call it a day. Sausage is better than hot dogs anyways. Yeah. And we're so lucky these days that we don't have to settle for carrots, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Okay. Now, let's move on to an ingredient that is frequently used. And uh, I get why. It's a good ingredient, but... It's like the most expensive option there is. Oh. Cashews. Cashews. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, okay. Starting from scratch, cashews are delicious. They are yes. a delicious ingredient. Some roasted cashews as a snack. Oh, delicious. Mm-hmm. But why do we got to put cashews in everything? They're everything. so expensive. This is why people think veganism is not affordable. Because <laughs> it isn't in its current state. <laughs> Like cashews are such an expensive ingredient. Nuts in general are pretty expensive, mm-hmm. which is why we don't use them a lot in many recipes. And if we do, it's like a topping on something. Mm-hmm. But like cashews are so expensive and people are just like throwing full cups of cashews into like sauces and stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? Right. These people that always have large quantities of cashews on hand in their house, like as a pantry staple. Wow, I guess where like, is all your income coming from? Maybe they're saving money by eating carrot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like it's just like like cashews are delicious, and I actually don't think I've had many cashew based sauces and stuff like that. Like I've had a few delicious, but like I kind of get the same effect when you do like a silken tofu sauce, mm-hmm. or you just like thicken some milk when you want a creamy type sauce for pasta or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also used like sunflower seeds or hemp seeds. Hemp seeds are expensive too, but like there's so many other things that you can get that kind of creamy texture from. Yeah, I mean, I will say, like, some of my favorite cheeses are made of cashews, but those are such, like, a special occasion item. Mm-hmm. I, I also only rarely. I, I do think they're used in a lot of things like that, too, because cashews are much milder in flavor than some other nuts. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's kind of, like, the the option that makes the most sense for something like that. But, like, if you're if the object is to make something creamy cashews don't need to be involved at all (laughs) also i'm just gonna say it if you soak cashews in the fridge and forget about them they are disgusting oh god no it is truly my worst nightmare that's happened to me once it will never happen again you will never see me soak cashews (laughs) they are literally disgusting when they are when you forget them in the back of your fridge (laughs) okay and i mean the other problem with cashews is that like the um what do I call this? The production of cashews is not very, um, I don't think it's very environmentally friendly and it's also not very like, 
ethical like mm. the oils that come off and burn the people's oh. hands who have to like deshell them because oh they actually God, come terrible yeah i think they actually come in like a couple layers of shell that has to be taken off and the oils that come off of that like the people that work on cashew farms i guess that's mm-hmm. what they would be called probably um they have like burns on their hands from doing it so like, ah, cashews okay. are actually a very good ingredient from a ethical standpoint i guess cashews are not worth it guys yeah. let's take a pledge that as vegans we will stop using cashews in literally every recipe well just use less of them let's yeah. at least start with that's less. what i said like don't put them in every single yeah. recipe possible let's find some other solutions here exactly and that's also what- more affordable solutions that's what we're here for except not <laughs> carrot dogs i know those are affordable but we're not here for those that is not affordable for your time <laughs> they are time expensive Okay. Now, another one that you mentioned was dates. Yes. Now, I like dates. Nothing against dates. But they're used in a lot of vegan recipes. Like a lot. And dates are also something that's fairly expensive. Yeah, like you can buy cheaper ones sometimes. But still, mm-hmm. no matter what, they cost quite a bit. Yes. Um. Yeah, I just like don't really get dates and this could be because we're very biased in the fact that we love maple syrup That's that what is our it, it, sweetener of yeah, choice that is what it is isn't it i just like don't find the taste of dates like adding it to something adds anything like i'd much rather put some maple syrup in something because you get that delicious mapley taste i don't know i just like don't really get dates especially like the date snacks that people make when they like mm-hmm. fill them with peanut butter and stuff mm-hmm. like i don't get that like it's just like eating a giant raisin right <laughs> yeah except like mushier yeah and i feel like raisins are okay because they're they're just small yeah and a date is a lot to handle <laughs> yeah it's it's a i lot. don't go on many dates so i don't know but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm completely with you on the whole like putting peanut butter in a date and eating it as a snack i don't get it and i also don't really get it in a recipe like obviously we're going to choose maple syrup over anything mm. else because it's we have to it's in our contract there. as a Canadian. Yeah. But also, it's a lot more work when you have to use dates. Yeah. Like, people also love to, like, get the ones that still have pits in them. So, you have to, like, remove the pits and all. It's just, it's a lot. We don't, we don't like foods that require a lot of effort. Are we in the We're wrong? We're lazy. <laughs> <laughs> did we choose the wrong thing to make a brand around no no i don't think we did because we're here to show you that you can be lazy and vegan and still eat delicious food i love it i love it um but yeah also going back to something you mentioned when we were talking about snacks uh i don't know if this is an unpopular opinion or not but like craisins are better than raisins Oh my goodness, 100%. They're so good. I don't even know how they're the same, like, how they're even cousins to raisins. Perfect. Thank you. I just wanted to make sure we agreed on that. Definitely. Because, <laughs> uh, like, raisins are, I think, the more popular of the two. You hardly hear t- people talk about dried cranberries or craisins. Like, what are people doing? I've been wondering that, too. I thought I was just alone in that, and I okay. don't understand raisins at all. Yeah, so we I think we need to take responsibility to showcasing the deliciousness that is craisins. Okay, you know what? We should. I'm going to yeah. buy some this week. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, what's next on the list? Um, well, 
I know this is kind of like a sweeping statement, but I'm going to say like most raw desserts. Actually, can we say most raw foods? <laughs> most raw anything, <laughs> including salad. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is nothing against people who make raw desserts or raw food because uh, there are people that clearly like it. But it's, I don't know. I just am a firm believer in cooking food. <laughs> Exactly. Like I remember too, I think when you first go vegan, you tend to just look at the healthier options too, because that, mm-hmm. I don't know why that's still at the forefront of veganism, but it is. Yeah. So you see all these raw focused recipes. And if those are the first ones you're trying, then it's not going to go well for you. Yeah. Like there are, there's been a few like raw vegan desserts that I do really like, but like it's when you get into like trying to make things raw that aren't like made to be raw foods it just kind of it doesn't work yeah like there's definitely stuff that easily you can make it raw like i feel like cheesecake stuff like that you know that Mm -hmm. already kind of has that texture but once you go beyond that it's just it's too much of a stretch i I agree it's it's a little much especially for beginners or most people um (laughs) i don't know i just like I've never really tasted a raw dessert that I've been like, yes, I want this all the time. Or even raw food for that matter. Mm -hmm. Like, I think we've had a few good raw desserts at, like, food festivals. But the other problem Mm -hmm. with those is they, like, started melting almost right away. (laughs) Yes, yes. And, I mean, they're generally not that cheap. Mm -hmm. Because they also use a lot of, like nuts and things like that they use dates and cashews a lot (laughs) (laughs) yes um yeah we've had a couple good like raw vegan things but like it's never my first choice for things agreed let's just get baking am i right yes i love a baking sesh (laughs) (laughs) okay so i feel like we should maybe take a step back from the overrated things and talk about the some underrated things to you know round out the episode yes soy milk oh underrated (laughs) (laughs) soy based yogurt underrated (laughs) soy everything underrated now do you think this is because of the bad rep that soy gets i think soy is one of those things that there's so much different information on soy out there that people just can't make a decision on what they think of soy and like this whole decrease like if i don't know like again i'm only one person but like i eat so much soy and there ain't (laughs) nothing wrong with me so i don't know (laughs) yeah i i wonder that too because everyone seems to have it in their head that if they eat too much soy or even like a little bit of soy it's gonna completely throw off their hormones and i don't know the research on that but i also think if you're just making sure not to choose like really low quality soy items, like if you can get organic stuff, then you're probably pretty safe. You're probably safer than most of the meat you're eating. Mm-hmm. Organic, non-GMO type stuff. Yeah, I'm exactly. also like not one to fall into the craze of non-GMO and organic stuff, but I hear, and again, we could be wrong about this, but I hear that it's best to kind of get that stuff when it comes to soy products. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, tofu, you're always a big fan of tofu. Guys, I have like five blocks of tofu in my fridge right now. (laughs) Sorry, some of it's also in my freezer. (laughs) (laughs) I love soy as a protein source is one of my favorite things. Um, 
tofu, delicious. Soy-based vegan meats, delicious. Uh, I don't know what textured vegetable protein is made out of. Is that soy? Or is that yeah. like seitan or gluten? Um, I think sometimes it can be a combination, but it's Got usually it. soy-based at least somewhat. Okay. Guys, soy is the jam, you know? That's <laughs> what you want. I also think that like tofu gets a bad rep because so many people just have bad tofu on like their first few experiences, right? Mm-hmm. And also like you have to like, you can't just necessarily cook tofu the way you would cook meat and expect it to taste amazing like there are specific ways to cook tofu because tofu is a whole separate ingredient guys you gotta like learn how to work with different ingredients and i think just like with non-vegan cooking the more um effort you put into your tofu just like the more effort you'd put into like your chicken the better it's gonna be like tofu is so so delicious and like people i think are just missing out on it because like it's literally a sponge it soaks up any flavor you give to it (laughs) so like you can make it taste like pretty much whatever you want i will always 100 percent rep tofu is there vegetables that you think are underrated Hmm. Hmm. i think a lot of vegans don't give mushrooms the credit they deserve you know i was thinking about mushrooms and i didn't know if that was true or not like i think we put a lot of (laughs) advocacy into mushrooms maybe too much but yeah (laughs) um like i do think mushrooms are slowly growing in popularity but i do think like when people go to make make a recipe like most of the things are focusing on like a jackfruit or uh seitan or tofu or you know whatever you don't really see like i mean mushrooms aren't a protein source but like you don't really see them that much as like a focal point of a recipe no even though like the textures you can get out of some of the mushrooms that are out there is just incredible agreed hello two mushroom girls right here right here (laughs) (laughs) um back to overrated i just remembered fruit Fruit is overrated. <laughs> um, Catherine, I'm going to have to respectfully disagree. <laughs> oh, I know. I think most people would disagree. I think I'm in the uh, the wrong in this opinion. <laughs> Fruit is the best. You know, I'm going to say I kind of have mixed feelings about tempeh sometimes. Okay. I tell people I love tempeh. And I think <laughs> I do. Are you lying? <laughs> no. I think I do. But... I'm also like, I hardly ever buy it. Like, I think if I truly loved something, I'd be buying it all the time. But like, there ain't five packages of tempeh in my cart each week. Truth. That's self-awareness right there. (laughs) So like, I think, I think I want to love tempeh, but I don't think I love it as much as I think I do. That's exactly how I feel. And I also feel like I like it in small doses. It's a very heavy and overwhelming thing. So mm-hmm. I think any recipe that is heavy on the tempeh, I'm kind of like, just like how I feel about nooch. I'm like, oh, do we have to do that much of it? <laughs> yeah. And I think I do like tempeh for very specific recipes. Like tempeh on like a rice bowl or a grain bowl, I think is a delicious topping. But tempeh in like a stir fry for me kind of feels weird. I don't know. I agree. And I tried um, boiling it once just to see if like maybe I'll like it better if I cook it this way. Like it was a, a very flavor. Boiling? Yeah. Like I put a lot of stuff in the water that it was boiling in. So it just it soaked up all of that flavor. Uh-huh. Um, it was good, but it still 
tempeh just feels so heavy to me. I don't know what that mm. is, but yeah, I mean the texture is very heavy. Exactly, but I do like like a very thin, nice, smoky tempeh. Like a bacon is pretty good. Yes, guys, the tempeh on our uh, te- smoky tempeh Buddha bowl, I think it is, is so good. Yes, yeah. I will say, yeah, the tempeh recipes that we do have, like we don't have a lot of them, but the ones that we do have are very good. And they're the, some of the only ones I make. <laughs> Agreed. Um, um, guys, bread is underrated. <laughs> well, you know what? Because bread also ha- is getting a bad rep, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, guys, the sweet, sweet smell of bread is truly... I literally stuck my face in a sourdough loaf the other day. What? <laughs> it was, I, not a whole loaf, a slice. So my parents bought me sourdough sure. bread. And I took a slice out of the bag and literally just put it on my face and smelled it. And it smelled so good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, fresh bread like that is a very good smell. But I'm fully picturing you like just shoving your full your face into like a full round of sourdough bread oh i wish oh it's so good i like i love bread so much and i don't think people like i think now like as people were making like sourdough and bread and that kind of stuff in quarantine i do feel like people now have a bigger appreciation for like bread makers and bakers because Mm -hmm. like it is so much work and so hard to get that like perfect loaf of bread and like whenever I get it from like a bakery like I appreciate that bread so much. Yes respect the bread okay <laughs> it's a work of art it's science. It, it truly is you know what else I think is underrated especially in the vegan community deep frying food <laughs> like I'm sorry, but, like, I just love fried food so much. And I'm not saying to eat fried food every day. But, like, it is so good. I deep fried some fritters today. Oh, my goodness. So good. Man, I love fried food, too. But I I hate frying food, you know? Yeah, I so- get that. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a messy process and kind of a scary process sometimes. I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so worth it. Like, I love fried food like don't be afraid of oil guys oil's delicious like <laughs> and like there's a reason restaurant food tastes so good is because it's filled with fat sugar and salt like just embrace it those ingredients taste delicious exactly it's not the talent of the chefs it's those ingredients <laughs> those indulgent I mean, ingredients <laughs> i mean it is the talent of the chef knowing how to balance all those ingredients but like there is so much of those things in restaurant food and i feel like people don't realize that like that's why food always tastes better when you eat out because it's loaded with things that humans think taste good you make a good point because i know like even in my own cooking i'm so like limited with even adding salt i'm like oh just a little bit but then i know like that's probably i could add so much more salt and i would just like it more so so much salt to things i love salt (laughs) (laughs) yeah chocolate chunks are also underrated honestly chocolate chips out of here i was really wondering if you were gonna go there and you're going there okay fine you know what chocolate chips good i think they're i think they have their time and a place and i don't think chocolate chips places in cookies i think they need to get out of here <laughs> i think chocolate chunks place are to be in cookies and baked goods i only eat chocolate chips uh, it's very strange as a snack or in uh, in a uh, on top of yogurt 
<laughs> I'm so weird. I get it. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm trying to figure it out. But like for now, get these chocolate chips out of here. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't mind them in like uh, banana bread or muffins. Is that okay if it's chocolate chips? Nope. No. Nope. Wow. Chocolate chunks only. Okay. <laughs> it's just like chocolate chips are designed to keep their shape and keep their form. That's not what I want in a baked good. I want the chocolate to go everywhere. <laughs> I want it to like puddle and be oh so chewy and chocolate. I, I don't want it to keep its shape and stay in its form. That's not what I'm looking for. That was getting like mm, almost inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. On that note, I feel like we have voiced enough of our food-based opinions. Yeah, and feel free to tell us we're wrong. We welcome those. Honestly, thoughts. I want it. Yeah, I want to hear if there's ones that we missed or ones that you defiantly disagree with. <laughs> I'm sure I'll get a lot of people say that I'm wrong about oat milk. <laughs> I was going to say, which one are you going to choose that you think you're going to get? <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Truly all of them. I have weird food opinions. I don't think most of your opinions are not weird. The fruit one is weird. The I don't know. It's just like, I just don't get fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I like peaches. I like a firm banana. <laughs> I <can't>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, I don't know. I like mango. I like very few fruits oh i like persimmons persimmons are underrated that's a pretty random one yeah that's like a hipster fruit you know what's overrated though papaya oh i I agree it tastes weird (laughs) i had a papaya once because like all these like vegans love eating papaya like it's like watermelon they like scoop it out straight out of the thing and i remember eating it i'm like wait did my papaya go bad or is it supposed (laughs) to taste like this because like this is terrible i can't eat it it's such a weird flavor and i don't know is it like cilantro where some people just taste it differently than others maybe i don't know (laughs) did my papaya go bad or is this how it tastes i hated it so much (laughs) i felt so bad because i was like everyone loves papaya I like how papaya is the thing that you felt bad about, whereas everything else you're like, no, it's wrong that you all like this. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I just like, I don't know. I just like papaya seems like a fruit that I should like. And then I <laughs> eat it. I'm like, this tastes like feet. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It felt like one that I should like. It just felt like so me. <laughs> I don't know. I like tropical fruit. I don't know. Papaya's okay. tropical. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so uh, glad we got to hear about your papaya thoughts. I totally forgot about papaya. <laughs> okay, I really hope that we hear from other people who have some interesting thoughts on food because this was a very fun conversation. <laughs> it really was. And be sure to check out our blog for our vegan recipes, which do not include banana and ice cream or uh, carrot hot dogs. <laughs> or papaya yeah that's at girls.com where we are two market girls on youtube and if you want to send us some comments you can dm us or send us a tweet we are two market girls on all of the socials subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future riveting conversations like this one <laughs> riveting and uh never ever send us any papayas <laughs> please do not <laughs> 
<sighs> okay, thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, I can't. I can't stop laughing at papaya. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha